Hello friends, and welcome to the Shelf Help Podcast. I'm Tony, a recovering journalist, your host today, and founder of Shelf Help, the world's first self-help book club and platform. At Shelf Help, we're dedicated to celebrating and inspiring personal development and supporting people at all stages of their self-help journeys. I personally am a huge believer that we are what we read and books are a crucial part of my mental health toolkit. And so when I meet or hear about happy and successful people living with passion and purpose and doing great things in the world, the first thing I want to know is what is on their bookshelves. In this new podcast series, Books of Their Lives, I'll be inviting a host of personal development authors and experts to share their shelves with us and to discuss the books that have helped shape them. Along the way, as we get a glimpse into their life stories through their book choices, I'm hoping to work out and share how they got so wise, how they designed their lives, and how we can apply some of their most important life lessons to our own healing, happiness, and growth. My guest today is Jessica Huey, MBE, an entrepreneur, coach, founder of the Purpose Academy, and author of the Hay House bestseller, Purpose, Find Your Truth and Embrace Your Calling. In a previous life, Jessica enjoyed a glittering career as a journalist and publicist and has worked with some of the world's biggest stars and business people. And this month, she's celebrating the re-release of her book, Purpose, with five extra chapters. Hi, Jessica. Welcome. Welcome to the Shelf Help podcast. So wonderful to connect with you again today. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be talking to you. Well, last time we spoke um, was in June 2020, I've worked out. So when the world looked quite different, your world especially did. So you were living in the UK um, for a start. And we had originally planned a discussion around staying positive in the face of the pandemic, which was the big global news at the time. Mm. Um, But days before the interview, George Floyd was murdered and that and then the Black Lives Matters movement became the only thing really we could talk about. So our meeting became a conversation of how to stay hopeful, I think, in the face of just hopelessness and the importance of purpose when the world when the world got so crazy and I remember that conversation so well um, for your grace and wisdom in the face of what was an awful time for humanity as a whole but especially for you and your community and you you talked a lot about continuing to do the work on ourselves that allows us to keep showing up for others in the face of um, extreme trauma or, or turmoil I suppose so by way of introduction today, before we dive into the books, I wondered if you could just share a couple of words to sum up your relationship with yourself um, and where you are in your life right now, because it's a bit different. Mm, gosh, yeah. Flashback to that conversation. Um, oh, I am in a place of more acceptance than I've ever had of, of all of the, the parts of me. Um, and it's an ongoing process, but it feels very honest and very um, exposed, um, and I'm feeling I'm feeling more than I ever have, and I feel very grateful to be able to say that. Mm. I think for lots of people listening, the idea of feeling more than ever is a bit scary. <laughs> so, can you yeah. um, elaborate a little bit on that? <laughs> um, it's all wrapped up with um, my move to Jamaica. Um, mm-hmm you know, um, which I did about 18 months ago, I felt this call to, to leave. Um, and I think I'd been on this journey of, you know, more deeply trusting my own ability to guide my life. Um, that, you know, internal guidance system that we all had, I'd been cultivating my relationship with trusting in it. And so by the time I really felt that felt this call to leave, um, I, I was able to listen and um, you know, 16 weeks later, I was on the first flight out to Jamaica mm-hmm. with my son, who was eight then. 
Um, and I, 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 we moved right into a part of Jamaica, which is, is, is super rural, you know, come eight o'clock, all you hear is the sound of the ocean and the crickets and the frogs. Mm. And, you know, there aren't any of the conveniences that, that enable us to so easily dis- dis- disassociate and, you know, hi- abandon ourselves. And so in, you know, the still of the night when it's just you and quiet, um, and nature, you know, you're, you're really left with what is there to be felt. Um, and so I really, yeah, it was a period of, of leaning into that, um, which, which certainly isn't always comfortable, but, you know, my experience is the more that we're willing to kind of go into those deepest, um, darkest places of ourselves that perhaps we've done a good job of covering over or ignoring, um, the more life that opens up, the more life and love and, um, that, that becomes available to us in, in equal, um, in equal measure. So feeling for me is, is just lets me know I'm alive, you know, I'm not numb. Um, and so I, I, I do my best to embrace it now, whatever that feeling is. Mm, I love that. And I love that you just said, um, listening and then leaning into that. So the kind of getting quiet, the listening, because, um, I recapped on our, uh, our first conversation back in 2020 and we were talking about do what makes you feel good, you know, to kind of keep yourself, um, feeling strong and able to show up. And you said, um, you know, living by the ocean, being by the ocean is what gives me joy in life. So what am I doing here? <laughs> so I'm going to live by the ocean. And it's like, it's, it just suits you so much. I can just tell in, in all the things, like every time I hear you've like interviewed or the content you're putting out, it's just like, it's, it's just where you're meant to be. So that's just such a, such a lesson in just like yeah listening to yourself and then when you hear (laughs) then following following up with action right yeah it's so funny isn't it it's like it's so simple and yeah it's the hardest thing for us to do (laughs) it yeah um but it, it I think when we practice it becomes easier Yes, totally. So let's talk about purpose then, your book, Purpose, first of all. Um, and why why the re-release? So part two has just, just come out with, I think it's five extra chapters. Well, I think, that, you know, the honest answer is, you know, Hay House and I was definitely in agreement, you know, recognise that, you know, what we've all been through as a collective, um, that there's never been a more important time for us to really, if people are reassessing, they're questioning their choices, they're questioning, you know, whether or not the life that they're living is in alignment with who they are and, you know, what they deeply desire and, and what their values are. And, and so it's a, it feels like a book for the, for this time. Um, mm. And also, yeah, I'd had this, um, you know, the 18, the last 18 months, the, 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 the new five chapters really do chart, um, the last 18 months and and what unfolds when we are brave enough to to listen and make one of those you know even you know bolder leaps um you know the sort of choices of our soul which which for me was what moving to Jamaica and um in such a short space of time with with so many uncertainties and you know, it's not, it's not like I had a family there, you know, my dad's passed on, my grandparents are no longer alive. My brother is in and out of the country, but I didn't, I wasn't going to a kind of ready-made community. And then there was, it was all to be re, to be created. And, mm. um, and it's just been a time of such rich learning and growth. Um, so it's a, it, it picks up where the original edition le- left, you know, left off. Um, 
And so it just felt like a delicious yes to say I, I would continue on. I wasn't finished with purpose. And um, yeah, yeah. It's an ongoing work in progress, right? Yeah, I don't know if there'll be a third version, but, but certainly um, it felt good to add to add to the first for sure. Because, yeah, this really feels, I suppose, like a, a new chapter for you. So Purpose, the book itself, for anyone that doesn't know, is, is the story of your of your um, personal growth, I suppose, and um, your reevaluation of your life um, as it stood using grief as a driving force to kind of, to make to make big changes and to go inwards a lot. I mean, it's more about looking inwards, isn't it, than the changes that then happen outwards, I suppose. Um, so what books, what other books are you reading right now to kind of support this next stage of your, of your journey? Yeah, what am I, I, I mean, the, the book that I reread most recently was Conversations with God. Um, mm. Neil Donald Welsh which was one of my favorites I read it I think I was probably in my early 20s when I first read it and um so revisiting that you know kind of 17 or so years later um and re- relating and digesting and, and just really receiving it on a much more profound deep level um it's it's I mean it's crumpled it's been everywhere in my beach bag you know which has replaced my structured handbag these days it's um you know it's just dog-eared because it's it's and it's the kind of book that you know for me I read a couple of pages of and just have to stop and just process and digest because it's it's just you know I have this thing which you know when your truth speaks to mine I hear it I feel like you just feel truth on a different kind it's not an it's not an intellectual level you know some of those fundamental principles I think you can just feel um they resonate on such a deep level um and and that's that's how I um receive that particular book I, I love it and I love the whole I relate very much to um particularly at this this moment in my life, you know, choosing love rather than fear and, and allowing love to in, in all of the small, in all of the smallest things, you know, and, and trying to, um, make choices from that place. Um, it, it's just been very, it's been very, very, very resonant for me. Um, yeah, where I find myself right now. Yeah. And it's really interesting to revisit books, I think, isn't it? They just impact you in such a different way at different times. Is it possible to sum up that book in a sentence for anyone who doesn't, who isn't um, kind of aware of it? Oh, um, it is a, it's a channeled um, answering of some of our biggest questions about why we're alive and how to live. Hmm. or how to be happy yeah that sounds like a good book to have in the beach (laughs) (laughs) would you say this is the book that woke you up then that this is the book that um that first spoke to you I think the first book that really spoke to me or sort of woke me up was probably a Celestine prophecy um Hmm. yeah again early 20s it was the first it, it was just it was it was a, it was the first book that really opened me up to um i guess my journey with spirituality um and at that point it really wasn't you know it it struck me and then i parked it and i continued with my you know incessant doing um for many many years and 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 shut off from um the guidance or the you know a, a relationship or a connection to spirit for for a long time but it 
but it it remained there you know it sparked something which um I, I guess it was inevitable that I would return to um mm. you're like um yeah I get the memo but I'm just too busy right now <laughs> so yeah. I'll be coming back to that yeah. at some point yeah 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 but you keep the memo that post-it note is still on your desk yeah. <laughs> it just sits there one day yeah. when you're ready yeah. um did you were you given that book because um somebody gave me a copy and I feel like that book is very um it kind of comes at the right time yeah but I don't remember who gave it to me but yes I was given it mm. it's definitely the kind of book that actually you, you do want to just share it and pass it on and tell everybody about right yes and you want and you want to go to Peru as well which I haven't done yes <laughs> <laughs> so are there any books that um inspired you to become a writer yourself like was that always on the cards no, I mean, as a, as a child, yes, I, I wrote and I loved Anne of Green Gables, which I used to watch on a Sunday. <laughs> and Anne was forever scribbling in her journal, wasn't she? But um, no, I, I, I lost, I got disconnected from that early desire to write, um, or certainly to write um, in a fully self-expressed way. I, I did go on to do my degree in journalism and then you know becoming a publicist there was lots of writing but it was always writing with an agenda writing Mm. um with a brief um even if it was my own you know and and so I guess to this day you know the the gift of, of writing purpose was that it was really the first thing that I did without that came from a space of no agenda and and was just a pure self-expression you know before it was a book um and so when it did evolve, when it became clear that it was going to be a book that would be published, I did my best to really maintain the connection with with the freeness, you know, with the um, the space beyond agenda. And I, and, I, and I really believe that's why it's, um, yeah, touched people in the way that, that it has. And that, that lesson has really stayed with me and I, I continue to try to um, live that way and also share that and encourage that with the people that I work with. Did you, would you say, so you said writing is something that you kind of um, not fell out of love with, but you weren't so connected to. And what about creativity generally? Do you feel like writing this book has kind of reignited your creativity? Yeah, I think, you know, I became disconnected from my creativity as a kid. I used to dance and, you know, um, as, as parts of myself were shut down through, you know, childhood and teen years and, um you know, trauma and then teen motherhood and all of the things, um, I, I became less and less connected to um, my very natural cre- creativity. And coming back to it, it does. I think creativity begets creativity. And it's um, it's interesting. I just did this really fun shoot, you know, photo shoot with a really brilliant creative team. And everybody was just kind of in their flow and, and there was no agenda. And it was such a wonderful experience to be a part of that I found myself super inspired and all of the stuff that I wanted to write as we were taking these pictures were flooding into my head. And I, and I think, and as a result of that experience, I feel very inspired and very connected and creative right now. So um, I think one sort of strand or, or, or method of creativity just feeds and nourishes um, others and 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 that's I think when we're most alive, when we feel in our creative flow, it's a, it's a really wonderful wonderful feeling. Yeah, and it's so great to see it in other people as well, isn't it? When you're able to just appreciate that, and it like you say, it just it 
it's not it's not a jealousy it's just kind of it's it makes people glow and make you want like you said want to do want to do more and want to do better in your own way yeah it's liberate I think it liberates us all and it's um it's just as 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 it's people out of their head it's out of the outside of the constraints and and the boxes it's just it's all of the good thing all of the good stuff is there isn't it so it's delicious to behold in others yeah is there um a non-bookish personal development practice then that you use to kind of maintain your creativity I think you mentioned to me um once about morning pages is something that you used to do quite regularly which is the kind of freeform writing in the morning is that something you still you still do yeah I still do I, I I fall out of the practice sometimes um and then I can see the impact in my life and so I get back right. it. Um, <laughs> but movement movement is really important for me um mm. you know, again it was a big dance was a big part of my childhood um and today that movement can look very very different but I, I just know that I need to move and um it's a way that you know the allowing of the feelings that's now such a priority for me um, it's one way that I'm able to kind of channel them um, and, and free them and, and get them out of my body so that they don't, you know, fester. Um, and, and yeah, so it's a, it's a real kind of health choice, you know, movement. And, um, and, and I, I don't, I no longer, you know, I used to have always exercised, but I think today my relationship with movement is much more, it's much more holy. You know, I really recognize the, the connection between the mind, body and spirit and, um and and uh yeah there's a sort of it's kind of sanctity now there's like a a real honoring of self that happens for me through movement um Mm. yeah it's part of a holistic practice I suppose isn't it it sounds like for for your well-being and now something that you embrace in a different way are your are your rituals and routines then different now now that you're living in Jamaica that's a good question yeah they're evolving I mean I still do my yoga and um and yeah I mean writing you know sometimes I'm writing with the sunrise which you know sitting Mm. on the the beach and and that's that's just a a really real gift um what a treat and you're doing your yoga on the beach I bet as well I'm not it's not it's not quite (laughs) as practical as it, it sounds dreamy but it's not very practical the reality of it but um you know, there's always, the beach is never far now in my life. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. Just being in nature as well is like a part of the practice, you know, just mm. just being present and noticing, noticing. And um, yeah, it's one of the most mindful things for me. It's like the different colours in the sky and, you know, the incredible sort of foliage and herbs. It's just, just, just suddenly noticing and seeing in a way that, um I didn't for such a long time yeah so you you run retreats there now don't you um are the the people that come to the retreats mostly um not from Jamaica and do you include all this kind of movement and nature and and the mindfulness as part of your retreats we do yeah I run the purpose Mm. retreat um with a wonderful lady called Empress Tandy um and great name yeah she brings all the yoga and the kind of ancestral wisdom and and I bring the purpose workshops and, and the writing and um, it's a lovely mix. Um, yeah, it's it's a mix of people. Some people have a connection to Jamaica and some have never been but have wanted to. And others might have been put off by some of the kind of single storied 
you know media reporting that we all we're all privy to and and so it feels like a kind of safe and contained way to um, explore a place which is just like nowhere else in the world and so it's yeah it's a lovely byproduct to be able to have people's perceptions or concerns shift and become um yeah broadened by an an experience in a place that is just so healing and and very very beautiful Mm. how incredible as well that you get to share what you're experiencing and what you're taking from it with other people that's so brilliant yeah um back to the books then what is the one book you wish everyone would read I should, You're looking I, at your bookshelf right now. Yeah, I mean, I probably have to say mine. <laughs> like I'd be, I feel like I'd be letting the slide down. Um, that is why. Oh, because I think I feel, and the feedback from from others has, or part of the feedback has been that people talk about the honesty a lot. You know, it's so honest, and it it really struck me when it first came out because. That, that it's even such a conversation that it's so honest you know we're so like dishonesty or not sharing is so normalized for us and I think it just says mm. so much about where we're at and and for me it 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 it, it, it has been sort of incredibly exposing but also liberating to share and I, I I recognize that when we do we there's a sort of permission given to others to just be self-expressed and and I am really proud that it has that impact. And I think there is a, um, it's not a, it's not a teacher. It's not a teachy book. It's not, you know, I think, I think there's so much power in sharing our stories, um, yeah. which, which can kind of um, go beyond traditional ways of sharing information or, or wisdom um, in a way which is, is it, it just, lands much more powerfully and I think there's a real power in in um in sharing and 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 an affirmation and um a liberation and um and it impacts people and so for that reason I would say my book yes totally (laughs) okay I can agree with that but you're, you're right you're so right about the permission given because like you say about people's kind of applauding you for honesty or when people say oh you're so brave to share something I think when you're ready to share it maybe it doesn't feel brave it just feels like the thing to do and so um being able to yeah recognize that it's impacting people in that way is is just brilliant well thank you thank you what is the book that you still haven't gotten around to reading yet the good ally by my friend Nova Reed and I think it's because um I have the privilege of um you know, knowing her and following her and soaking up her wisdom, um, that, that I, I get my Nova feel. Um, yeah. but it's there in my audio, in my, amongst my audible books. And I, and I will be listening, um, very, very soon because it's really important to, and it's, um, it's a, it's a tool book for, um, anti-racism essentially, but it's, mm. um, it's, she just, um, is a great example of um, what happens when we don't just sort of teach at people or preach at people, but also allow them to understand and meet us where we are through our sharing, through our vulnerability, and 
that's the kind of I think that's the book of our times it's 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 that's the approach mm. of that, that we need right now which which kind of goes beyond anything hierarchical and says I have this knowledge and you are the student it says that we you know we all share um so much you know we we share fears and we share challenges and we share biases and privileges and to to varying degrees but ultimately it comes back to looking in the mirror um and taking full responsibility for self and um that that just really lands with me i i agree i couldn't agree more um yeah and i'm i'm grateful that she's that she's been brave enough to um go into her own pain in order to share something for the collective yeah I mean we just talked about being brave to share but having those kind of conversations must be must be incredibly painful so to actually um to be to be creating something like that that is going to cause those conversations um yeah absolutely it's it's kind of what's needed right now and it's there are some very brave souls doing it I think that you know we all have a responsibility to kind of um encourage everyone to look to look back to themselves um because that's yeah we're all the 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 masters of our own destiny and we know what's right for us and we we need to be encouraged to remember that yeah like some people say to me if self-help works then why do you need more than one book (laughs) because really you (laughs) should just read the one book and then if you take the right action then you're you're helped right (laughs) but exactly to your point it's all about I think it's it's taking in taking in all the learnings and the information and then but then actually putting it into practice and and then and then and then living your truth in accordance to what you're learning right yeah yeah and different different people and you know journeys resonate with with different people don't they and that's that's why it's so important to have you know diversity in this space and 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 perspectives and backgrounds that are varied because um before we listen we've got to feel some kind of connection with the individual who's sharing or teaching. So, um, yeah, I feel strongly about that. And what do you think about diversity in self-help? I mean, it's been, it's been, I suppose, notably lacking for a long time. Yeah, it's, um, it's changing. And I feel, you know, delighted that when, um, it's a conversation I had with Hay House when I, when I signed with them and they were very open and together we launched the Diverse Wisdom Initiative and, that's all about bringing in new authors of color and voices and um and it was rolled out into the states um mm-hmm. so very proud of that and so we have these new authors coming through and the existing authors men- mentor um the the newbie authors um and so you know Yema Ferreira her book um reclaiming the african goddess is out in 2022 and and i worked with her to support her on that journey and it's an incredible book and she's an incredible woman and there are just all of these new storytellers popping up um and it's not just about bringing you know having them published it's then about you know sharing the um helping them to thrive you know because it's one thing to, to be signed but then how do we ensure that the the authors who you know get the presence in the bookstores and um, and on the podcast interviews are not just the same the same circle. Um, so it's it's really important to um, yeah support. I think just just to support and to kind of put our money where our mouth is and get out and um, mm. yeah support yeah. support the new voices because we have so much to learn and to gain from from them. And yeah, the idea of mentorship 
really important. Um, do you have a mentor? I don't, and I I think I want I need one. I, I would love one actually. Um, I don't. I, mm. well, I, I say I don't, but I, I have many. That's not quite true. I have many informal mentors, um, many, and some of yeah, and and some of them, you know, some of them I I. I, I, I'm lucky enough to call friends and others, you know, I dip in and out of their works. Um, and I, but I'm guided by them. And so I'm, yeah, I'm surrounded by people whose insight and experience I respect and trust. Um, but I think there is really a, a benefit to having a kind of consistent, you know, person that we can, um, bounce off and, you know, um, vent to and 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 so it's on my list (laughs) because I bet you're a mentor to lots of people kind of officially and unofficially so yeah it's um I think it's nice isn't it to also have have our own as well for sure yeah for sure okay to, to close off then um can you finish this sentence for me the right book can change your life change you yeah the right book can change you yeah brilliant that's all we can ask for, isn't it, really? <laughs> Thank you so much. The right book can change you. And Purpose is, is a beautiful book. It's really, um, yeah, it's really all about living according to your heart and your truth, which I think loads of us could do with right now a bit of a reminder how to do that so um thank you for thank you for the book and thank you for your time today jess so so great to speak to you yeah you too love thank you so much take care bye i don't think there's anything more inspiring and uplifting than connecting with people who have followed their heart and who are now loving life like jessica we should all try to do that more often Thank you guys so much for tuning into this conversation. If you're still here, I'm hoping that you've enjoyed. If you've enjoyed, please tell your friends and the internet, share the link, leave us a rating or review. And if you like the sound of the Shelf Help Vibe, you can find out much more about us and our award-winning community at shelfhelp.club. Stay in touch.